Welcome to the Ambitious Introvert Podcast, created especially for introverts, empaths, and highly sensitive entrepreneurs to help you build, grow, and scale a successful, sustainable business. I'm your host, Emma Louise Parks, business and mindset coach for ambitious introverts. After 17 years working as an air traffic controller, the ultimate fast-paced, high-stimulus, extrovert-friendly role My mission now is to show introverts that they too can create big results and success because of who they are, not in spite of it. I focus on introvert-friendly business and marketing strategy to help you switch overwhelm for clarity, confidence, and clients. Hey guys, happy February already, and welcome to this week's episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast. And it's a solo episode today where I am going to be catching you up on how my January was, what has been going on here at HQ Ambitious Introvert, and also sharing with you, most importantly, the four things that really helped me to achieve a 100% close rate on sales calls in 2020, which obviously is huge. If you're a business owner and you're getting fresh leads and you're getting people on sales calls, obviously we want you to close as many of those as possible. And in fact, mine was over 100% last year, which I'm going to explain in depth later on. But for now, I'm just going to catch you up on what's been happening here. So last week, I took the week off and that is not off from the business, but off from calls. And I do this one week per month. So my one-on-one clients, they work with me for three weeks and then they get a week off themselves for implementation week. So I line this up so that there's always one week per month that I don't have any calls. And I do this because when I am creating things like digital products or looking to do projects or mapping things out for the next quarter... I'm not someone who can just dip into something for an hour or two and block it out in my schedule that way. I really like to get deep into things and immerse myself in it. So what I find is that by taking that week, obviously I still write my content, I still put that out, I'm still on social media, I still record the podcast, but anything else that's going to be being created or anything new that I'm working on, I give it like my full attention for that week. And I think this is quite an introvert thing where We always prefer to go deep rather than to do lots of little things and go wide. I just find that my brain gets scattered if I'm trying to spend two hours doing one thing and then flipping in between client calls. For the same reason, I only have client calls on two days a week. So I bunch them together. So those days can be quite tiring, but it means that I'm in that zone of this is what I'm doing. The same with podcast guest recordings. I tend to batch them and I'll do two or three in a day um, each month, but it's always in the same day so that I'm like, okay, I'm in podcast recording mode now. And I just thought I'd share that with you. It's just one of the ways that I make the business work for me and work for my energy. So Last week, the things that I was looking into and working on, um, I've got some digital products coming out over the next few months, which I'm hugely excited about because I appreciate that one-on-one coaching isn't in reach for everyone. And I really wanted to put some of the work that I do with my clients into products that were much more accessible. So do look out if that's something that you think you may be interested in. 
At the end of the month, on Feb 23rd, I have a huge, huge stretch for myself and a massive increase in visibility. I'm getting an Instagram platform stories takeover from Shannon at The Social Bungalow. Now, if you're not familiar with The Social Bungalow, it's an amazing community. Shannon is a marketing maven and she is all about creating community and helping other women market their businesses successfully. And I was honoured enough to be featured this quarter in her little black book, which is a directory of experts that she has vetted and recommends to people. So you're not looking around on social media going, oh, I need a business coach. Oh, I need a social media manager. I don't know who to choose. Or, you know, randomly asking people for recommendations in Facebook groups. Shannon and her team spent months researching so that they came up with the 40 best people they believe that they knew would serve their audience with integrity. And as part of that, I get to take over her stories for an entire day. And I think her account on Instagram currently stands about 25,000 and it's hugely, hugely engaged. So this is a big push and a big stretch for me and a massive up level. And I'm sharing that because I know people go, oh, but you're so visible, your visibility's fire and oh, it's okay for you. I wish I could do that, blah, blah, blah. Like six months ago, I would have hidden under the bed and never come out. I'm pointing at the bed. I appreciate you can't see that. But now it's here and I'm stepping up and I'm doing it. And the point is that if we look at something like that, that's so far ahead of where we are, then it's always going to feel impossible. But the first step to me getting involved in something like that was just writing the next post and posting it. And then it was just writing the next post and posting that one. So we can make things really difficult and we can create a lot of overwhelm and a lot of feelings that things are not achievable. When actually, if we look at the small step-by-steps right in front of us, they completely are. So please head on over. The account is at The Social Bungalow on Instagram and come and give me some support while I am there transmitting to all of those people because I'm going to be hugely nervous, but you know, I'm going to do it anyway. The other thing that I've been working on and that started in January is a weekly joint IG live series. So some of you may have caught it. It's called Let's Get Visible and I'm inviting some of my absolute favorite entrepreneurs on with me, not all introverts, but what I really want to talk about is how different aspects of business and what they bring to someone's business, how it can actually help us get visible. Because visibility isn't just about showing up each day and every day. There is so, so much more to it. So, so far we've had Becky Stanton on, who was a previous podcast guest, and she was talking about mindset. I've had Kendall Cherry, who was talking about community. So there are all these different ways that tie in. So we've got people talking about copywriting. We've got people coming to talk about systems. All of these things that you need in place that will really help you to keep your energy and stay visible. So do check it out. It's generally on Tuesdays at around 4 or 5 p.m. GMT, just depending who I'm chatting to. Some days it might shift. Do keep an eye out. Um, It will be advertised on my stories all week. And if you miss it, it's also uploaded to IGTV. So there's a whole series of them there that you can binge on. But I've had really great feedback. And I think it's really nice just to bring a different perspective on visibility from other people. 
And the last thing that I worked on in January, this was a biggie, I actually decided to close down my most popular product. So I put to bed the content to clients intensive, which I had taken dozens of clients through this intensive. I got great feedback, they'd got amazing results, but it wasn't where I wanted to take the business. And there was a lot of scope creep And what I mean by that is I had packaged a package, but to actually stay within that package for the two hours of working with someone was becoming very, very difficult because people had questions about other things or, you know, something changed, they changed their mind about something or we found something else that they hadn't discovered in the questionnaire. And with it being such a very limited time, I just didn't feel that I could serve at my best in that container. I also attracted a lot of people to it because they loved my content, but I am definitely not a teacher. I cannot teach people how to write. I can teach people how to batch content. I can teach them what kind of content converts and have a look and say what worked really well for them. And obviously, you know, by getting content pillars is the number one thing I would recommend anyone do. So for that reason, I've decided to turn the content client intensive into a self-study digital product which is great because it means it's going to be more accessible to more people and that you can also work through it at your own pace. So that feels really good, even though it was probably my most profitable product until December last year, um, but it felt like the right time to have a change. And my messaging and my business has definitely become more visibility focused. Obviously, content is a huge part of visibility, but it's not just that. So I'm replacing it with a new intensive, which is called Visible Success. And this feels much more aligned to the journey that I actually take my six month clients on too, because it includes mindset work. And that's something that I really missed doing on the content clients intensive. So first and foremost, before I was a business coach, I was a mindset coach. I've been doing that for almost 10 years. And it's something that I really wanted to showcase to people because it can be quite difficult in content. I can put, oh, I'm an NLP practitioner or I'm an EFT practitioner. But until you actually work with someone one-on-one on their mindset, I think it's quite difficult for people to comprehend how powerful that type of work is. So the new intensive, it's actually a three-week container now. So you get my support for three weeks. And the first session is a deep dive session all about your mindset. So we go really deep into where are you holding yourself back around being visible? What thoughts and feelings do you have around visibility? And then depending on what comes up, we'll work on that together during that session different types of NLP, EFT exercises, energy work, whatever's required. Then you get a week's support before the next session and you'll also get a bespoke mindset plan to make sure that you're doing it daily to build on the work that we have done. Then in the second session, we build out a 12-week progressive visibility strategy for you. And what that means is we're not going to go, hey, post five times a week here and open a Facebook group and start a podcast and do this and start running ads and be on LinkedIn because that's just overwhelming for anyone. And like I said before, step by step for the win. So what we do is look at you and your business and what makes sense for you and where it makes the most sense for you to build a solid foundation And then we start with that and then we look at phasing in things after a week or two or two or three weeks, depending on what it is, so that by the end of the 12 weeks, you have this beautiful visibility strategy, which is up 
and running. It feels very natural. It's consistent. This is exactly how I built up my own visibility strategy last year. So I know that this works. So that is something that I'm really, really excited about. If you think you might be interested in that, the link is in the show notes and I can't wait to bring that to as many people as possible. I really hope you are loving this episode. I hope you are getting so much value from it that you can apply to your life and your business. And if you are, imagine what it would be like to work with me one-on-one. Over the last 14 years, I have spent thousands of hours coaching over 100 individuals and there is nothing that I would love more than for you to be the next one. Yes, I get client results like people hitting six figures in their business, six-figure launches, group programs, leaving their nine-to-five and that's great. But the results that I'm most proud of are actually the transformation and personal growth that they achieve during our six months together, which is priceless. If you are ready to turn your ambition into true success, then head to the show notes, fill out the application form and let's get on a call and see how we can skyrocket your life and your business together. So that is my January. That is the changes that have been going on here. Also in January, I reviewed my year last year. So I looked at, you know, what worked well, what didn't um, in terms of the business, in terms of my clients. And one of the things that came up is I had a 100% close rate on sales calls in 2020, which is obviously huge and I am thrilled about. And I... broke it down, I really sat down and thought, what were the different aspects that made this possible? Because I think if we could all get people on sales calls feeling really confident that, yes, they're very, very likely to sign, then we would probably go into it with a different energy. And also, you want to be signing the majority of people on your sales calls into clients because sales calls take a lot of time and effort and you don't want to be doing, say, three of those a week and maybe no one's signing. So it's a really important thing to get comfortable with, not just for your business, but for your own sanity as well, rather than going into them worrying or feeling you know, concerned. So I've really broken it down to, I think, four things that I feel like made my 100% close rate possible. So the first thing was referrals, relationships and reputation. And what I mean by that is probably about 30% of my clients last year came to me because they had been referred by either a friend that had already worked with me or one of my own friends had referred them as one of their clients to say, hey, look, I think you need help with X. Emma would be a great person to do this with. And the difference there is that when someone is not coming to you cold, when someone said to them, hey, this would be great for you, or they've already got a relationship with the person, or they've they've been referred and they've heard great things, they come with a different energy to the call because they've already been told subconsciously that this is great, this is going to be great. So the difference there is you would really have to say something that really put them off on the call for them to be like, no, because I think they come into it and they're already a yes. So definitely having those referrals, you know, building good relationships with obviously your clients, but also your peers that work with similar clients and having a reputation where people will be willing to recommend you because they're willing to put their name on the line to say, hey, this is a good person. You should check them out. I think 
you know, they would work really well for you. So that is the first thing. The second thing that I have always done, being an introvert, empath, and HSP, is I've always treated sales calls as a two-way decision. And what I mean by that is I treat it like we are both interviewing each other. A lot of business owners get a call and they're so focused on getting a yes or hitting their revenue goals or signing a client and, you know, being able to tick that off that they get into this frenzied energy of I've got to get a yes, I've got to get a yes. And then they miss the red flags that might show that this client's not actually a great fit for them. So I always go into it thinking this person's checking me out and they're interviewing me to be their coach, but I'm also checking them out and interviewing them to be my client because I will only take them on if they're a good fit for me. And I think what this does is it levels the playing field a little bit so you can have an honest conversation. And it also means that you're not coming across with that desperation energy. You're not coming across with that. I need to get a yes. I need to get a yes. You're very detached from the outcome. I talk a lot about being detached from the outcome. Of course, you want the client. Of course, you want the sale. I always feel like that too. But when you're approaching it with more curiosity, like, is this a good fit for me? How would I feel about working with this person? What's that energy like? Do I feel they're going to energize me or drain me? Can I honestly help them? Do I feel like we're a good fit? When I'm asking all of those questions internally, then it takes the pressure off. And like I say, I'm approaching it much more from a place of curiosity than a quick, quick, I need to get a yes. The third thing that I have in place, and I think this is where most people probably fall down on their sales calls, is I have a framework of the call. Like I have decided before I get on a call how it's going to go. And no, I'm not following a script. I know that there are so many freebies and things down there, you know, get your sales script to overcome objections, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not about that. But what I do have is a framework. So I know how the call is going to go. I know what the format of the call is going to be. And I lay that out at the start and I tell the person, I'm like, you know, really nice to meet you. I'm really glad that you got in touch. So we're going to chat for about half an hour today. This is what it's going to look like. I'm going to ask you some more about you and your business. Then I'm going to, you know, reflect it back to you, check that we're on the same page. I'm then going to tell you more about me and what it would be like to work with me, how I would recommend would be the best package for you, and then see how you'd like to proceed and if you have any questions. So by doing that, they know exactly what order everything's going to come in. And it means that nothing gets missed, nothing gets lost. You know, we don't get off the call. I don't think, oh, shoot, I didn't tell them about such and such. Or, you know, they don't come off and go, oh, I didn't get a chance to ask you about this. Because it's really, really very clear all the way through. And I think by leading it, that's the big key for introverts because I've had clients that say, oh, I'm not confident on a call and they start asking me questions and then I lose my train of thought. If you have this system in place where you know the format every time, you know that you're giving them the pertinent information, you know what you're asking them to enable you to decide, then it makes the whole thing just feel so, so much better. And the last and probably most underrated, I think, most people, when they get on a call, they're already a yes because they've been reading my content and my content connects with them. And I think I had two sales calls in a day last year and both people, before I started, they went, this is going to be really easy because I'm already a yes. 
And what they mean by that is they have been following me. They've been listening to the podcast. They've been reading my content that I put out every day. They've been watching my stories. They're in my Facebook group. They've been reading my newsletter. Maybe they've been reading my articles that I get published elsewhere. And all of that, they have, they know, really, they've, they've already made that decision. The call is a formality. And when you've got really powerful content that connects with your ideal client, and I don't just mean like conversion content, like, you know, putting in scarcity and FOMO and going to sign up quick, there's only two places left and, and all that kind of stuff. There's, there's a place for that, but it's not really my thing. What I mean is that I write from the heart and I write about the things that I have struggled with and they identify with that because they are struggling with them too. So by having that really powerful content that they read and go, that's me, yes, this is what I need, they've already pretty much made up their mind before they get on the call with me. So I hope that was helpful to recap. Number one, having referrals and relationships and a good reputation means that people will be coming to you via other sources and they already feel confident about you and your abilities. Number two is to treat it like an interview both ways. And I will add here that I did have a sales call with a potential client last year and we didn't end up working together. And that was a joint decision for both of us. I could tell on that call that it wasn't a good fit. And so rather than offering, you know, how we work together and should I send her an invoice, I said, let's both go and have a think about this for 48 hours and and then I'll email you to check in. And I emailed her and I said, this doesn't feel like a good fit. I don't think I'm the right coach for you. And she agreed. So although I did get 100% yeses to the ones that I wanted to work with, in that one case, it was a no for both of us. And that's really important to know. Another point I should make here, I signed three clients without sales calls because they were guests on my podcast and I could never have seen that coming. But they came to be podcast guests, got to know me, we chatted and then after that they wanted to become clients. So that's another thing that is really important. You never know where clients are coming from and you don't always need sales calls for them. Okay, so number three, I know the framework of the call. I know the format of it. I know that if I open with that, I explain exactly what we're going to do. Everyone's on the same page and I know that everything that needs to be covered is going to be covered. And number four, having really powerful content out there that speaks and connects with my ideal client means that the majority of people that come to me, if they've been reading that for some time, then they already know what I'm like and they're already sold. They've already made that decision. So I hope that was useful. It's been really nice to record a solo episode for you guys today because it's been so long since I've done that. Any notes to anything that I have discussed are going to be in the show notes, all the links, etc. And I would love to know what are you most excited about that's to come of everything that I have mentioned today. So head over to Instagram or Facebook, send me a message and just let me know which of the things that I've discussed have got you feeling like, ooh, I can't wait for this to happen. I would love to hear from you. Thanks guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast with me, Emma Louise Parks. If you enjoy this show, please, please subscribe, rate and leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, one lucky reviewer each month will win a 60-minute one-on-one coaching session with me 
where you'll get the clarity and confidence to attract your ideal clients. And if you know someone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share and help me reach as many fellow ambitious introverts as possible. 